What it do, what it is, what it ain't. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Get Right Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get notifications of new content. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you dig? Cue the music. We back with the Get Right Podcast, man. And, of course, I'm never alone, man. Never flying solo. Got the two homies with me. As always, I start with the brain trust, the reason why the Get Right Podcast is rolling. Rod, Detroit stand-up. He going to give us those three words. Let, let us have it, bro. What up, though? <laughs> and the man that people love to hate, hate to love. Make him think about a lot of stuff when he say it. And he usually had tips, some great tips for women's month, by the way. DC was good, bro. Mr. Misconception. It's your boy DC and the place to be. Shout out to the eighties. Yeah, shout out to the eighties because the eighties is gonna be a, a trend for now on going forward. Since we consider O heads, we we consider unks now <laughs> with music to the world to samples to everything. Clothes coming back, you know. Shout out Cross Colors because Cross Colors is back and Starter. Y'all can go on the website right now. When, they cross, when you say Cross Colors is back, are you saying they just have? merchandise that they're selling or people are actually wearing it people are actually wearing it now so i ain't um, saying that i don't yeah, know what they had yeah yeah look bro it's out it's it's trending again i don't i don't know how how hot 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 it is but there's black people out here wearing it man so oh, shout Lord. out cross colors yeah cross colors <laughs> that's i think that's kind of more 90s though ain't it it was yeah, yeah. late 80s early 90s yeah. early 90s was really the the boom the big bang yeah, nineties was about colors. Yeah, that's crazy. I hope it don't come back though, because that when when you look back at it, I'm like, bro, we actually wore that. That was, that was, <laughs> that was not the most, bro. Like, no lie, I had. I when I went when I went to the crib last time, I was just looking at old pictures, bro, and I had some Carl Kanai like. Oh, my yeah. lime green shorts, bro. That was like down to my ankles. So I'm like, what was I doing, bro? Like, I looked at my mama, like, y'all let me rock this stuff. I'm wearing a full like denim short suit, bro. Look, look, look like a breeze, like, <laughs> six, like six different colors, man. That's crazy, bro. I'll tell you what need to come back, man. The the velour track suits, bro. I had the Pele Which Pele one? velour. I had the Pele Pele velour <laughs> track suit, bro. I don't give a damn. That thing was fly, bro. I think it'd be fly today. Hey, man. That's oh, yeah. You had that powder blue one. Yep, that baby blue. Yep. With the white and baby blue forces. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's almost considered vintage, man, because I, I learned something yesterday. 20 years, something is considered vintage when it's 20 years or older. So we almost to that vintage point. So it may make that move back. Yeah, because I guess that'd be 93. 93 yeah. would be uh, actually no 93. That's 30. That years. Third, that's 30. That's right. 30 years. Yeah. Oh god, that's, that means that means 50 cent is vintage, bro. Uh give yeah. Richard Die Trying dropped in 03, bro. Yep. Vintage, yeah, bro. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh it's it, certified. It, it makes us feel old because that's some of the best music still to this day, bro. Like those, those late 90s, early 2000s. 
that was a that was a crazy wave, at least for me. Maybe because it was like late high school, early college years, and I yeah. have great memories from that time. But bro, that was just that was a that was a great time, bro. What a time to be alive, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. That was definitely a coming of age. The early two thousands, man. Luda was the soundtrack going to the club. Mm -hmm. uh, Fifty was yeah, the soundtrack. Uh, Nelly was the soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, bro. The early early two thousands. What's crazy is every, and I think it's like that for every generation, man. It just yeah, depends on when you that. came up. Whatever music was out, that was the soundtrack to your life. And I think especially younger people. The music is like that's our voice, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you when you when you in that, that that coming of age, those coming of age years, man, that music is your voice, man. It takes you back, you know. But man, bro, get rich or die trying is 20 years old, bro. 20 years, bro. I just I don't even like I just have a hard time Wait. grappling that anything in the, that's considered 2000s can be considered 20 years old at this point, yeah, because <laughs> we yeah. just blinked <laughs> and here we are, bro. Yeah, uh, we uh, well, I don't know when y'all graduated, but this 2000. is yeah. 2000. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. 2000. Hello. Okay, yeah, so y'all are the same. So we 23 years, bro, removed from high school. That's just nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class of 2000, <laughs> baby. First class. And what's What's great about graduating in 2000 is either you're the first class in millennium mm -hmm. or last class of millennium. But no matter how you look at it, we broke ground. One way or the other, you know what I'm saying? So that was dope. I, I always world, thought it was the world, the world, the world was supposed to shut down. <laughs> watch yep, watch your okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Man, that's crazy. Now you see kids that are like the, the kicker for me is when you start seeing, uh, I watch college sports, man, and you start seeing these kids born in 2003. Like, Homegirl from LSU, uh, Flaw J was born in 2003, bro. It's like, <laughs> yeah. good, like what? Oh my god, that that just that hits. You know, I mean, I still feel young in the head sometimes, but when you see things that kind of bring you back to reality, you like, bro, like you in college, and bro. you were born three years after I graduated high school. Oh my god, like I'm getting old, bro. I got a daughter in college, and I got to stop her from stealing my jerseys. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I got a Kobe Oh, it's jersey. the vintage, though. Yeah. They, they vintage. I got my Paul Pierce. She tried to take yeah. – well, now, she, she took it. She took my Paul Pierce to Orlando. She took my um, my Jason Kidd to Orlando. The uh, oh, the, when they, I think I don't think the the Jersey Nets, not the Brooklyn mm. Nets. Yeah. The New Jersey Nets. Bro. She tried to take my Kobe. I had to take her mm. – I had to keep her for it was my number eight Kobe at that. Oh yeah, that's twenty four. That's what 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 the yellow one or the purple? White. Ooh, ooh. white. Yes, ooh, sir. Yeah, bro, that's the alternate, bro. You can't. That yeah, ain't out, bro. Yeah, that's, like, nah, that's nah, that can't go to Orlando, bucks. baby. Mm. That's the bucks. That boy. Hey. Go on too. CDC, you see them jerseys coming back, man. Yeah. I mean, we we yeah, tried to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> not the, well see, mine are like the big, huge, oversized ones. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Now to fit it, you know, I can, I can, I can get with the fit. But, but see, here's the thing. You just said for the oversized one, but we talking about your daughter, so she could wear those like dresses, like summer dresses. You know what I'm saying? Because women would do that. So it's a, it's a hot commodity right now, bro. So yeah, you you got to keep that in the vault, bro. Because those shit gonna be gone <laughs> next yeah. time she come visit. <laughs> You're gonna be gone. You're on Instagram wearing it uh, uh, again. Again, it takes us back to college years. Maya in the North Carolina dress, bro. Like oh, yeah. Mm. 
She changed the game. That's on with Jay. Destiny video. Uh Yeah. Hey, she she did not age too, by the way. She might be an alien, bro. But shout out to Maya. Black don't crack. Yeah. It, it hey, don't. Hey, DC. Pelly Pill, Velour, and the Velvet tracksuits. How much you think they're running for right now? Shit, probably about 200. Nope. You know, more? Google is your friend to use your words. Yes, more. Vintage, bro. Try, 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 try 600. Nah, bro, I don't want it. I think you know what though. <laughs> I I think the velour is gonna come back at some point because think it about it. It was in big in the eighties, big again in the two thousands. That's true. History pieces though. We about twenty years in almost. So hey, they may yeah. they may make that way back. Bro, they they five ninety eight, bro. On the Pele Pell website, bro. Man, I'm on the Pele site, man. I I see it for the for the three ninety one, but it's on sale. It's on sale. What's the original tag? What's the original tag? Six forty two. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, they playing, bro. They are playing. Nah, I don't want it that bad, bro. Yeah, yeah. but they, hey, they, hey, you, you right though, Rob. We, we probably two years away. Twenty twenty five, just hit it on the quarter. Mm-hmm. For it to drop for the summer. Well, shoot, I would say, man, it's kind of coming because I, I believe this this year will be a comeback for the 80s, bro. Like, if you think about the music that's been coming out, uh, DJ Drama, there's a lot of 80s samples um, in, in, uh, off of that album. And then I don't, I don't know if y'all heard the uh, Currency and Jermaine Dupree, they dropped the mixtape together. It's you know decent. what I'm saying? I listen to it. I, it's it's a short EP. It's a short, short. Well, you know that's how currency do, bro. He dropped about seven seven piece here, six piece there. He don't ever really just put out like a whole album, but he'll drop like six tapes, and the six tapes will be like six seven tracks each. That's kind of what he does. But what's striking to me about that tape though is he did a collab with Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. That, that was the sound. I was like, oh, this is so so. This is like early 90s that sound yeah you can hear it you can hear it yes and i'm gonna tell you bro whenever jd comes out he generally takes over you know what i'm saying like he'll disappear for a while and then he'll do a whole usher album confessions and he'll mm-hmm. kill it then he'll disappear for a little bit longer then he'll do a whole mariah carey ride kill you know kill it and he's been kind of quiet for a little bit so now he's doing this tape with currency i have a feeling that he's got something else up his sleeve bro. yeah that isn't that that SFS hard. Hey, he did all of, I don't know if it was all of it, but I think he did all of uh, Division's last album, too. Um, I know they worked uh, on a few songs. I don't know if it was the entire album, but he did uh, He did some work on it. I know the, the cheating song, If I Get Caught Cheating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know he did that, but I think he did... A, a number of joints on the album. I had to fact check that, but yeah, yeah. He, I, I just googled it. Yeah, he did. He did some stuff. They did some stuff. Uh, they so. did some stuff. Oh, you you like that? Uh, that I think it was never enough for SN Fest though on uh, <clears throat> Currency's album that he sampled money in the thing. Hmm. It's his own shit, so but <laughs> just yeah. you can hear it. I was like, oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, it's, and also uh, Swim Life. I don't know if y'all listened to uh, Ray Sermon. They dropped the album and mm-hmm. a lot of vintage, you know, kind of early 90s. Oh, was unaware. Yeah, I've been listening yeah. to it, man. It's, it's, it's pretty good. My only thing is um, 
they might be too late, bro. Like, like, cause you know, sermon, you know, Ray's sermon has never been like that deep. It's party music, yeah. you know. What I'm saying yeah. it's on the way to the club, it's turn up kind of music, mm-hmm. and they write, they back on it. You know, there's nothing real deep about it. But you know, when you do that kind of music, when you do party music, you're very much kind of a flash in the pan. Like you're there for that moment, and then you yeah. kind of they kind of forget about you. The music to me is dope. It's solid for what it is. Mm-hmm. My only concern is, I think. Yeah, it's probably I not think, gonna be for the masses. Yeah, the time time has passed. Like you can't. Yeah, you, you I, can't, I'm gonna blame that on Jimmy. With that, you know, blame that on Jimmy though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sway Lee is he been Sway out Lee here. doing his thing, he but when Jimmy was on that bull talking about he going solo, he don't need this, he don't need that, and all that, it it, it proved that Sway can can be like, I can do this solo, bro. I'm doing all kind of stuff, bro. Like Dude, he's a, he's he's, he's, he's underrated as a producer. He's an artist. That too. He's an artist. So like, bro, I don't know what Jimmy was on, bro. Yeah, he was definitely feeling so because I don't if he did put out some um solo, I don't know about it. Mm-mm. He wasn't doing <laughs> like, nothing. And that and that was the thing. They was having a big hold up on that. And I was like, mm. but what's Way Lee do? All right, I'm gonna go get on this Spider Man soundtrack. All right, I'm gonna go do some songs with Big Sean. All right, I'm gonna go do some songs with with a Mariah Carey and all these he was doing features, bro, and killing yeah. it. And the song like, with uh, French Montana, you know, that was actually his song. But, uh, forget yeah, about oh, me. that? Forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually his song, but French Montana pretty much bogarted it. And mm-hmm. uh, and he made it his. And, and but it was a was banger, it. bro. Yeah. And then what's old girl? What's uh, who, uh, Big Sean? Uh, with Janae Ico? Did a song with her. Yeah. It's a diva. Mm-hmm. Fire. Like, so, all right, bro, you want to go... Bullshit and tell yourself, I'm gonna go, go get, get this bag. <laughs> I'm gonna go get this bag. And so, yeah. like, way did this thing, bro. Like, it wasn't all that, all that drama. It sucked, but he he continued to keep his name relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see how the people, if the if the new kids are gonna research, uh, receive Ray Sermon the way that you know they they were. You know, yeah, it just years. came out, so we'll see. But I don't I don't know, bro. I think. I, I'm with you, DC. The time may have passed, man. With that man, Mr. Boat, yeah. man. And I wish him the best. I, I know Sway's gonna still be relevant because he's still doing all kind of things behind the scenes. Yeah, you just you just can't take your foot off the gas. Kind of like even like a future. You know, future makes a lot of turn up kind of music, but he never leaves. You know what I'm saying? Like he always he's always putting out music, so you can't really forget about him. And when mm-hmm. you make that kind of music, you kind of have to do that. You can't just disappear like but he's switching like, it like, up. Like Kendrick Lamar, like Kendrick Lamar can disappear and come back because he's not like he can make some turn up music. Yeah, he's, he's the exception to the rule. Well, it's deeper than that. He makes deeper music. Same thing with J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like when you make deeper music, that's not necessarily like on the way to the club. Woo, woo, woo. You could take a couple years off and come back because people are really listening to the content of what you got to say beyond just I need something to turn up to on the way to the kickback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big facts. And like yeah. you said, future though he he's he's different too, bro. Like, cause he can make turn of music, but like the two songs you hear mostly on the radio is mostly slow jam. Yeah. Category. Wow. Has has future ever made a song with Beyonce? Uh, kind of, sorta, in a way. Yeah, he um, wrote it. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he wrote, wrote it. Drunken Love. Wrote it. So Drunken Love was actually a future song. Gotcha. Uh, with Jay Z, and then um, of course Beyonce kind of pulled rank and took it. So uh, she, she don't have nothing really featuring him no. like a, like Rihanna got with uh, Love, which right. 
fire. No, this is, so. a, is a heater, bro. Like, yeah, that's fire. Shout out, Riri. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a heater. L O V E. I was like, man, he can't sing, but it just make it it make it works. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It works, bro. It works. So no, he hasn't made one with her, but he wrote it. You can't take yeah. that from him, bro. You cannot take that from him. Yeah. Right. Shout out Future, bro. Um, I was gonna say is try to pronounce his first name, but uh, nope, nope, I nope. will not. I ain't gonna try that. <laughs> DC, maybe DC can. Not at all. Random fact though, uh, he his rap name used to be Meathead. Yeah, I saw that was that. His, that was his original rap name. He was with the Dungeon Family, and uh, they call him Meathead. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> like it's so funny because like you in the South, everybody has like a Meathead in their circle, bro. Like that's such a common. Nickname, so it's just funny, like you know, he's a re- he, you know, he's a real southern boy, bro, because that's like some that's some real su- country ass shit. Call somebody <laughs> meathead, and you actually like embrace that and make that your rap name, like yeah, call me meathead. You know what I'm saying? Push record, meathead on the track. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you know, he in the he, it's the dungeon family too. You just gonna take that. <laughs> you gotta we gotta move with that, bro. And that is a country name, dog. Me hit a Junebug. You gonna run with those. Oh yeah, Junebug. Yeah. You gonna run with those. So man, what y'all think? What y'all think? Speaking of Dungeon Family, man, what y'all think about that that album cover that's floating around about Outcast? What? Think that? I didn't think yeah, come out with another album. Hey, people saying no. it's fake. And like it's gotta be fake. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And uh Killer Killer Mike did address it on his Twitter page. And um he left the door open for people to come with their own conclusions. You know, he's like, this ain't a real album cover, but you know, we talking. And I don't know. I don't believe know, it. we take that. I don't yeah, I, I want to believe it, but I you know what I'm saying I need to I need to hear it from Dre and Dre. <laughs> Before yeah, anything, I, I to... I, that's what I need to hear it from, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at it here now. Man, that, that would be a dope-ass album cover. I'm looking at it here. Yeah, bro. It's but, floating around. It came out Friday. And, it, like, Twitter yeah. was going... Black, black Twitter was going crazy. Bro, I don't believe... I, I don't... I need to hear from Three Stacks. I know Big Boy is with it. And that that's not a that's not a, a thing. Mm-hmm. But I need to hear from Three Stacks. Because he's he's always been the holdup. You know what I'm saying? So... But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm, I need to hear it. I need to hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, and not from Big Boy. I'm not. I can't even take Big Boy word for it. Not because Three Stacks will. He's been kind of known to flip flop sometimes too. Like I'm a rap. No, I'm. I'm playing. I'm not. Here's a feature though. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it is. It's it's floating around, man. Black Twitter's going crazy about it, but I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't know. I would love for it to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would definitely be there for it, bro. And I think we'll go. Diamond, at least, at least, well, maybe not diamond in this day and age. Oh, but I was going triple, and I think, I think quadruple. I think that thing will go because, bro, I just know stacks. He's not, he's not gonna put out no bullshit, bro. Like and big boy too, but I ain't gonna together lie. I'm, though. I'm, I'm partial to stacks, so if stacks' name is on it, bro, like it's gonna go quadruple platinum. He don't miss um, unless it's out of while. Out of while was a miss, but we gonna act like that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all got to do it. The great yeah, yeah, every, every artist gets a pass, man. That that's his pass. Yeah. Damn, but I yeah, it's it, yeah, but it was a decent movie though. It did have Hollywood divorce on there though, so it ain't all trash. Man, that that, that song is fire, bro. 
Yeah. And, and Morris Brown. But then that was it. <clears throat> that was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a bad album, man, because I think it was like 12 tracks on there. Yeah, it was just, you know, we try to, we try to, we just try to act like it didn't happen. And thankfully, you know, <laughs> it was kind of a soundtrack. So even though it was an Outcast album, I think it, it also gets that category of soundtrack. So we can just act like it wasn't really their album. You know what I'm saying? So then we can, then we can say that they got a flaw. Cause bro, Outcast, I think, is the only group or artist, period, in hip hop that arguably everything they drop is considered a classic. Southern Playlisted Cadillac Music, classic. AT Aliens, classic. Aquimini, classic. Sanconia, classic. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh. That's what Ross said. You know, that shit vintage now, bro. Yeah. It's vintage now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kendra Lamar might be the only person I can think of. Um, I don't know if, if Section 80 is considered a classic. I mean, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, Good Kid, Mad City, classic. Classic. To pimp a butterfly, even though I'm not classic. a fan of it, I gotta recognize classic. Mm-hmm. Damn, I don't know if damn would be considered a classic or not. Uh, I know it's kind of got mixed reviews. I will call Big Step as a classic. I know it's kind of too soon, but I think when the dust settles, it'll be considered a classic. Shit, mm-hmm. art, bro. Yeah, it's just I think damn might be the only. It may be Section 80, but I, a lot of people call that, Section 80 a classic. Yeah. So, yeah. so damn, four, kinda, get, yeah. we're gonna take it to the source, source damn. magazine. They get four mics, not five. Damn, was dope though. I mean, it, I don't know, classic, but it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. I'm just trying to think of like artists who arguably everything they've dropped yeah. has been a classic. Well, well, damn, wasn't a miss. I'll say that. No, I wouldn't have missed. No, K Dot has no misses. Not at if all. I'm objective, like I said, I'm not a fan of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, but as an objective mm-hmm. fan, Mm-hmm. I gotta say, it was not a miss. Yeah. So how y'all feeling, man? Like we, it's April now, so we three months in, four months, four and a half months in of music. I, I can be, I can honestly say nothing in twenty twenty three that had me like going bonkers. Well, you know, first quarter is always gonna be mid. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 first three months of the year is just if you get something good, you're lucky. You know what I'm saying? But it don't really start to heat up until the second quarter. So, and that's April. So, uh, we here, we here. And honestly, I like, I like that currency tape, but I'm, I'm partial. I'm a currency fan. You know what I'm saying? So I like the, and the fact that he did it with Jermaine Dupree, I thought was huge, but, um, shoot, what's name about to drop? Um, Conway, if y'all in the Griselda, mm-hmm. Conway coming, Larry June just dropped. I know he's kind of, I, I guess maybe underground right now. I don't think a lot of people are really checking for Larry June, but he just dropped the album maybe a couple weeks ago, and that shit was hard. Um, I like the way the music is going, man. Like I said, I, I don't I don't really consider the first three months as a real gauge because nobody really drops. Nothing real major really drops that first quarter. It's not until it starts getting warm outside hmm. that you start to see some real shit drop. So we'll see, man. I think the jury is still out. But I so far, like... For our music, because I think at this point we are in that new genre of hip hop, like adult contemporary hip hop. Like you got adult contemporary R and B. Now I think we can say there's adult contemporary hip hop because it's been around long mm-hmm. enough, and we consider the old heads, but we still listen to the music. And our shit's not corny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that '80s shit, like, but nobody goes back. <laughs> <and listens to laughs> so you know. Ghostface drops May 20th. 
Okay. So we'll see what that's about. Yeah. So you know, Off, offset, 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 dropping on June 11. I have a feeling it's gonna flop. Yeah, I have a feeling it's gonna flop, bro. Like, like I like Offset. I don't, but like, bro, he he's one of those. He needs a group. Like, he needs to be with some. He needs somebody else on the well, track. We'll like, he should do we'll like see. a duet album, like he did with a uh, uh, or a collab. I guess we don't call it a duet. Oh, he who he drop up with Twenty One. You know what I'm saying? He did the, the album with Twenty One Savage. Like that was dope. That's his bag. But he needs somebody. With, might have a, it might be a slew of features on there, though. So we'll see. Yeah, if he pulls a French Montana, he can pull it off. You know, French refused to do a, sec, a track solo, bro. <laughs> it's refuses, fire, though. Bro. That last album was good, man. I like French Montana. Had a, lot of, a lot of features on it, but it was good. It was good, man. But Ghostface drops May 20th, man. So we'll see. Um, Consequence dropping as well. Yeah. May 26th. Don't care. I'm not going to listen to it. So that's that's so far. Like April and May list is out in June, so that's yeah. it. You know, Chief Keith next Friday, I've April fourteenth. Chief Keith. I mean, I don't know what's gonna come from that, so I'm not really. I don't yeah. know. Even like when he was like really, really popping, I've I've never, I could never understand why Chief Keith was popular, bro. But you know, it was a wave. Shout out but, Chicago, man. Black Black youngster came out same time as a uh, Shrimp Life. I don't know, man. Black youngster don't really move me, but he move other people. So we'll see. No, not really. I will say shout out to Irv, um, Yo Gotti, bro, because uh, he got a little roster. Bro, Yo I'm Gotti, say little, little sound disrespectful, but he got a roster. Yo, Yo Gotti has got to be one of the more, the most underrated executives out there, bro. Like the man put on Glorilla, Black Youngster, Snooty Wild. If y'all remember back in the day, mm-hmm. um, what's the dude, um, Wakisha? Who do, who do, oh, money bag, money bro. Bag. Yeah, he money bag, money. hot, bro. He, I, I, yo, I ride with money bag, bro. He, yeah, <laughs> shit, fire, bro. Yeah, he put on money bag, bro. He put on, and I'm probably sure I'm missing. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but he put on a lot of dudes, and they from Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, when artists kind of bring other artists on, yeah, like, that, like M. Let's use M. He got everybody from everywhere, which is dope, though. I think that's dope because you. So many different hoods being represented, but um, well, I was gonna say the, more. I was gonna say more like mini me's. Like a lot of times, like like they sound like different versions of the of the main artists. Like like D twelve, for example. Like D twelve just sounds like different versions of Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Think so? I don't think Proof sounded like none of that, bro. Uh, okay, well, I'll give you Proof. That's one out of what six. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. The problem was though is and Emro the song about it is he failed D twelve because D twelve didn't sound like that before M put him on. They ain't rap nothing like that. And all them caskets, even Bizarro crazy sounding self like they could they could legitly <laughs> spit, you know what I mean? But they follow that that M blueprint for whatever reason, but it didn't work out. But he wrote a song about it that like that was oh, his right. fault. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. but yeah, bizarre, bro. Yo, I heard a crazy story, man, when uh about bizarre, bro. They said and hence the name. They said like when he got in the booth when he like that solo album he did, like he wanted to do record all his stuff like naked, bro, in the booth. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, hence the name. I get it. 
That is bizarre, and it did nothing to make that album any better. Cause I didn't, I don't know what album you're talking about. Yeah, see, I'm like, bro, you did all that for what? I don't know, man. To be bizarre, bro. I guess. Yeah. To be bizarre, bro. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he he, had, but definitely had some uh, dope people on there. Oh yeah, Ma, yeah, Mozzie as well. Yeah, Mozzie, all right. Oh, my God, yeah, God, he has some people, bro. But money bag, money oh, bag. Oh, Mozzie is on CMG? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he from Cali. Yeah. Yep, yeah. he is. And uh, what, ESTG? Oh, yeah. That's right, ESTG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, God, he put on, God, he put on a lot of rappers, man. And he gives, he, he gives everybody room to, like, Do their own thing, bro. Yeah, like, nobody really gets... Like oh, everybody gets day time. Like it's never black youngster drops, and then next week Glorilla drops. Like everybody gets day hey, time. Hey, hey, that that was the master fee recipe though, because everybody dropped every week, bro. You, and you know we used to plot. You know we be old heads. We used to plot just to get the albums because of the CD covers. There was all different covers. Y'all remember that? Man, I'm gonna say that was y'all. But I remember. Uh, yeah, I do that. Can. I remember Big Ken was Shout real big Ken. into uh, No Limit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like No Limit movement was something I kind of respected, but I just never listened to all them albums, bro. <laughs> like I listened to a couple here and there. Fiend, of course, Mystical. You know, yeah, all day, all day. But a lot of them other dudes, man. The twins, I can't think of their names. The two dudes, Kane uh, and Abel. Kane Abel, Kane and Abel. Yeah, Kane and Abel. I'm not checking for them. Mercedes, I'm not checking Mercedes. for. Mercedes. Shout, um, shout out Detroit. She from Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah, she is, isn't she? Oh, she was, yeah. or she is. Mm. Yeah, she. He's not, bro. People's getting everybody, bro. Right? Yeah. You, you did you rock with No Limit, bro? Was you copping all the albums when they dropped? Uh, you know my people from Louisiana, so oh you yeah, know. Bro, bro, bro. Every album, but you remember every week somebody dropped, bro. Every yeah. week somebody yeah. dropped, bro. Every every Friday, yeah, oh. yeah. We were on them. We were on them tough. For a you know minute, what I'm saying you weren't old enough to but, get it, you know your your cousins, your big bros, all that, bro. Hey, man, give me that. Yeah, it was definitely iconic for sure. Yeah, yeah. And cash money. money came. Then cash yeah, money, cash money taking over for the nine nine to the two thousand, <laughs> and they never looked back. Never. I, looked I would back. say cash money probably had the longest run ever, as far as like an independent. Or like boutique label, I'll say, because I guess they're not considered independent anymore. But like as a just like a boutique label, not like a Universal or Warner Brothers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody's had it run as long as them, bro. They came out like what mid nineties, ninety seven, ninety six, mm-hmm. and they are still relevant to this day because of Dwayne Carter. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but also you know they had, of course, the Hot Boys, of course, mm-hmm. Wayne. Uh, Young Thug was there for a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. Shoot, they had, bro. They had, of course, you got Drake, Nikki, which all kind of birth came came from Dwayne. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, and and you know, even though we know his history with money issues, oh, Khaled was messing with Cash Money for a little say, bit too. Yeah, Khaled, but you got to say Birdman, even though he has a history of not paying people. One thing he he is good at is is staying relevant. Mm-hmm. Cash money, bro. Yeah, the hot boys was fire, bro. All three of y'all. Put some respect <laughs> on this name. Cash money, bro. Yeah. 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 And he might be working on a new artist we don't know about. You know, because we ain't heard from him in a minute. Now it's like Rich Gang. I think they kind of rebranded to Rich Gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, instead of, but I think it's all still basically cash money. Hey, shout out to, uh, shout out to J. Cole and that whole Dreamville. Cause when, nice. they brought, when they brought Wayne out, bro, when Drake brought Wayne out, nah, that crowd just went. That was epic. That was epic. Nuts. But that, that just shows you the impact Wayne has. Like he, I know he said he birthed a, an entire generation. He legitly birthed an entire generation, bro. Like, He's the yeah. apex, like you said, bro. And he's vintage now, but Wayne is. <laughs> yep. He, he's he's like a unicorn, bro. Like I I wasn't expecting Wayne to come out for show, and I was damn near excited at the career, bro. Like damn, he brought Wayne out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Shout, shout out to Dreamville, bro. J Cole put on a hell of a shout hell man, of a Raleigh, 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 North Carolina, man. Y'all protect that man. He need a yeah. statue. Yeah, well, he's he from he's from Fayetteville. Hey, he need a statue yeah. in Raleigh, bro. He brought so much money to that city, bro. So yeah, much money Fayetteville. just came to that city, bro. He's Raleigh just ate, bro. Because you know they had a day festival and a night festival, and not only one day, two days. Well, yeah, it's there every year, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I think yeah. it's about the money five years, that five years mm-hmm. in something like that. The money that mm-hmm. comes into that city, bro. Like it's crazy. Oh yeah, because um, man, I know a few people from out there. And they they like Raleigh's actually not even built for it because they they're all their hotels and stuff sell out and you can't even like there've been people who were traveling there for the Dreamville Festival but had to stay out of town because mm-hmm. there weren't enough hotels to mm-hmm. go around. You know, so he brought in that many people like they couldn't even house everybody. You know what I'm saying? But it was a dope show though, bro. That, that was like I was at that, the house. That's dope lit. though, man, because that that even like you said, those surrounding towns they're getting businesses like it's. He's generating a lot of money, bro. Generating a lot of money, man. Like he's bringing a lot of people to not just Raleigh, but the surrounding cities to Raleigh, right? These hotels, these restaurants, these businesses. It's dope. Dope thing to see, man. Yeah, and the music. You know, and the music. The important thing. The music you know what I'm saying? The music. But is, I just think good. it's just great, it's man, great. because there's a lot of people that look like us that are generating a lot of that revenue for the economy, bro. And for the and like you just said, everybody that brought that he came on stage, all the people. <laughs> Everybody in that pot got something, bro, and I think that's just amazing. Man. I think it's just dope. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy lineup. Brought Usher out. I thought Usher was only doing shows in Vegas right now. Somehow, yeah. So I he looked was... that, bro. He stopped what he was doing, bro. Let me come on out yeah. here to North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signed yep. a he signed a hefty deal with Vegas, bro. And that's like the wave too. Like a lot of artists ride again, vintage. You signed that deal with Vegas, bro. You you doing your thing still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, them well, it's crazy. And I just them tickets ain't cheap. Well, and that just tells you where we are as far as our era, because it used to be the the Whitney Houston types, Celine uh, Dion, the, the Celine Dion. <laughs> but see now our Sierra. generation, yeah. But now it's our generation that would go for those shows, and so these are the acts that they're bringing in to bring us in the you know the forty somethings who got a little bit of money to spend. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying because you got to figure, brother, twenty somethings. They ain't got it like that for the most part to go to Vegas and and blow a bag, you know what I'm saying? But we do. So and who we listen to? Usher. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. it's our generation that's starting to starting to pack out the strip now. You know, it's just it's, it's our crazy. culture too. Our culture packing that strip out too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like Sierra. People gonna turn up to see Sierra, bro. People gonna turn up to see Usher still. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it, it's dope, bro. And then even our our OGs, they said uh, Smokey Robinson out there now. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our OG Smokey got to be like eighty years old. Yeah, bro. He's still doing it, bro. Smokey Robinson is doing this thing out there in Vegas, man. So y'all want to catch some shows? You got Usher, you got Sierra, you got Smokey, our, our OGs. 83. That man is 83 yeah. years old, bro. Still out here pelvic thrusting. <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out the pelvic thrust, bro. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Ravis and Rick Rude <laughs> for the rest of the band. <laughs> man. That's crazy, man. And 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 speaking of our culture, man, because it is I love it, man. It's thriving, it's great, man. And and I want to bring to light, man, because like I said, protect that man, protect our people, man. Literally right down the road, man, some craziness happened a few weeks ago on uh, North Carolina A and T, man. And and uh if you guys and any and our listeners too, if y'all ain't seen that J.R. Smith documentary, it is great because it is on the campus of North Carolina A and T as well, with everything that he's doing with golf and his academic um, strive for greatness as well. But, you know, it was a crazy thing, and, and I thank God, you know what I mean, that this guy was apprehended. But, you know, it was a guy got caught just outside of campus, was going to enter campus with seven firearms, 1,000 rounds of ammo, and a crossbow with a proliferate amount of arrows as well, man. Um, was looking to cause a lot of damage and wreak a lot of havoc and – to intend to hurt a lot of people in North Carolina A&T. Um, sad that it wasn't major news. Grateful that it was prevented, though. But uh, definitely scary just to see that someone was just sitting outside, you know, ready to do some damage. Um, but guy got pulled over because um, he didn't have no plate. He didn't have no plate on his truck. I was riding dirty. So he definitely was, this. I think, premeditated. But definitely riding dirty. And uh, they caught the guy. So why why do you think it wasn't major news? Because it was on the HBCU campus. Personal opinion. I'm speaking for T, not the pod. Hmm. Did they ever release his intent? Did he ever say his intent? It didn't say that I read. Um, they said you know upon further investigation, you know they scrubbing like his social media accounts, his home. Um, he stayed on uh, some land with his family. Um, his family said he was kind of like the black sheep. I guess they, you know, like absorbing themselves of it and, you know, where he used to do things to like some of the animals on the land as well. And, you know, so now, you know, mental health becomes the thing, right? This, it becomes that platform. Like, what was he crazy? Was he this? What was he going through? Was he a loner? All those things. So they, you know, they scrubbing it, but, you know, they did see some stuff on the social media account. He was thinking about how to cause, you know, mass damage to certain things, certain places. In his social, in his you know internet history, but nothing like particular why he wanted to go to uh, North Carolina A and T campus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one can only assume he was intending to do damage with all that stuff. But I mean, absolutely, uh, you know, okay. and it, it could seem racially charged too because the gentleman that they called is white, and of course, it's all black campus. But North Carolina A and T is a very diverse campus. Learning about that. Um, watching this, these episodes of J.R. Smith and then just doing some more research. Very diverse. Yeah, it's a dope campus. I, I visited once. First time in North Carolina, actually, was to A&T to uh, witness a, a good friend's graduation. And dope campus, you know. I I just don't, one, again, I don't, I don't know why it wasn't televised or major news. I think it was, you know, pretty local. I don't even know if it was local, like to an extent where it hit Charlotte area news, but 
Um, yeah, it did. I, off okay. the website, I put it off the Charlotte website news. Gotcha. Because <clears throat> um, you sent it to me, and I was kind of like thrown back. And so I started looking around like, what the hell is going on? Like, we, because we're down the street from Greensboro, bro. Like, literally. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You, We can go shopping there, bro. Like, you know, you heading towards like Ikea, you know, the stuff that we go go to, man. Like, you're heading right there towards Greensboro. Like, what's going on? Yeah. A part of me thinks that um, the lack of coverage is just, Part of it could be racially motivated, and I don't, I wouldn't say I doubt that, but I think another part of it is that America just has an unhealthy infatuation with death. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Big because Big nobody Max. actually died, it just, like, like oh, almost, ah, uh, no, let's, let's go find somewhere where there's actual bloodshed. Let's yeah. make that a story. You know, but I, I do think this should be bigger news because it's like, I think it also should shine a light on maybe any 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 would be shooters like bruh, come up here if you want to. Yeah. We gonna you know we gonna hold you up. It, it, oh, shout, shout out shout out to the state troopers too. Shout out to them though, because they they caught the dude and obviously probable cause riding around no plate, but then figure like mm, let's check this truck because they said they alerted the police because he did drive on campus twice and then they realized he you know. And I always feel like if it's us in the hood, you see a block, you see a, you see a corner, you see a car bend the block a few times, you, you know, like, oh, that shit don't look right. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of like our, into our, our DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like, oh, that shit don't look right, bro. Like, what you doing? What you want? Yeah, I think yeah. he had, yeah, I think he got a piece of that black nectar and. <laughs> <laughs> she curved him. He why, 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 uh, Keisha, why uh, Keisha put him, turned him out? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I wish that um, with these these shootings and whatnot. You know, obviously these things happen all the time, and we could very well be talking about another one next week. Unfortunately, oh, and I, not, that's yeah. just. I mean, that's not wishing anything. That's just where we are. <laughs> you know, as a country, but. Um, and of course, you know, they talk about gun control and this, that, and the third, but nobody really ever talks about the mind state of these people when they're doing it. Cause you know, what happens is they always, they always get killed. You know what I'm saying? The shooter, you know, somebody takes them out or they take themselves out and I don't feel bad for them at all. Uh, but a part of me would like to see them alive just so we can like, like, why, like, why is this happening? You know what I'm saying? Because granted, you know, guns, I don't see guns as like the problem. I think it is part of the issue. But the bigger thing is people have the intent to do major mm-hmm. damage. You know what I'm saying? And whether you use a gun or bows, like you said, they do have crossbows and arrows and shit like that. Like if you just want to do major damage, you're going to find a way to do major damage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the conversation is not, there's not enough conversation around What's causing people to want to do this kind of major damage? And we unfortunately never get a chance to talk to these, 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 fuck, these idiots that do mm. this. You know what I'm saying? Because they always get taken out of the game one way or the other. Now, mind you, again, I'm not sympathizing with them. I'm saying, like, if they were alive, we might be able to do some kind of interrogation or some kind of study or, or something. people that come to mind that are still alive that I think about. That Who's that? I don't know if they're talking. Uh, James Holmes. If y'all remember that shooting in uh that movie theater in Colorado. Oh, when he was dressed up as Batman? Yep. Uh-huh. And then of course Dylan Roof. Yeah. And yeah, and see with Dylan Roof, like Grant, like 
Dillaroo is a perfect example. Like we know why he did what he did. And like at least we know. I don't know what we could do to prevent that kind of mindset. Um, but at least we know like this is this is why maybe we can try to take whatever action to to curb that. Um so yeah. so two things. One one and um this is coming from an advocate of firearms, bro. I, I own firearm. Protect yourself at all times. For sure. But the but the accessibility of firearms is the issue, is not the firearm itself. It's allowing individuals and it really is hard to tell, right? It's hard to it's hard to really figure out the mindset of a person because people are good actors. And I don't know if there's a solve for for how to tighten down the accessibility of of these uh firearms, bro. Like my man that that shot up Nashville or the lady that shot up Nashville, sorry. Uh she had purchased I think 20 firearms the week prior to doing that. Mm-hmm. Like that's way too many. Yeah, yeah, that's you, 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 yeah. That's like, like why do you need that many guns? At, at yeah. once or even like in a two week span, is no one keeping track of that? Yeah. Like I, I think there should there should be like some kind of database where like they do it for drugs, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't go to this CBS and get X amount of um pills and then go to another CVS down the road because they're gonna be like, oh bro, you just can't you just yeah. bought X amount from here, so you know. So like why can't they do that? Why can't there be a system to track that 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 T just bought just bought two pistols here and then the next day I just went down further down and bought, I'm trying to buy three more. Well the, the challenge is is that you know it's in the Bill of Rights. I mean it's it's a fundamental right to bear arms so it's kind of difficult to like yeah it's your right but because once you put that but in there it kind of negates the first part of that sentence all day so like i get it and unfortunately because like like i'm i'm the same i'm i'm i own multiple firearms and and uh, i have no intentions of turning them in or anything like that Mm -hmm. um but at the same time like we we clearly have some sort of issue but the, because the the stigma around firearms is it's my right to carry it. It's my right to have it. That makes it difficult to regulate. And then there's just so many, so much money into it as well. So many yeah. special interests to to keep to keep it going. For um, sure, for sure. Yeah, man. I, I I mean, obviously, none of us know what the answer is. And really, I, I know the second part of that, where you say the mindset of individuals. Really, it's just it's a it's a battle of good and evil, bro. I know it's that's the simplistic way of looking at it, but you know we try to blame so much on mental health that some people are just exactly. evil, bro. Like it, it ain't no mental health, no mental blocks. They're just evil. Like there is good and there's evil, and some people are just evil, and that's that is what it is. Um, I think the the most important thing is how do you put people in place to at least try to combat that. Like in the schools, there's no reason why I know in Nashville they they're trying to sign a bill to allow teachers to carry. That's not the answer. Like teachers don't want to carry and have to pull out on somebody in That's most cases. Yeah, yeah in most mistake. cases. 
But what is a smart idea is, is having trained professional armed guards at these schools that are there to protect not only the kids, but protect the faculty as well. Like I live in South Carolina. We have armed guards in my school, son. Like we have professionals that carry. They show you they carry. So if some things pop off, hopefully they can prevent deaths or try to minimize death as, as much as possible right. because they have somebody there that can combat that on the spot. The problem is, is that we don't like, there's so many, and I, I don't want to get political with it, but in, in essence, there's so many, you know, different legislatures that are so afraid of just guns in general or, or having guns around schools in general that, they don't want to look at the the common theme of these schools that that have historically been shut up. Like there's no armed guards there. There's nobody there to protect these individuals, and it's way too loosey goosey to let people come in and out. At least it's adding some layer of protection. At least it's it's giving you some sort of sense that when my child go to school, they may have a better chance of coming home than not. Um, but that's that's just my take on it. Yeah, I feel you, man. And see, my thought behind the metal detectors and the armed guards is it's like I feel like it's attacking the symptom. And now, mind you, sometimes you just got to go after the symptom until you can, you know, shut down the cause. And I get that. But like what I mean is, like you say, good and evil. And you and you I agree. Uh, I think there is definitely good and evil. But at the same time, it seems as if shootings have skyrocketed since the 90s like i'm thinking columbine you know i remember columbine hit like in the late 90s and it, and it just shocked america to its we core. was in school bro. yeah it shocked america to its core but now yeah. it's just a regular thing like to yeah. the point to where it's almost numbing like oh only three kids got killed oh that's good you know what i mean like that's kind of where where we're getting like oh 20 right. oh, uh, man we got under 10 okay we can uh, it's not great, but hey, at least we didn't get loose 20, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but there have been schools in America since, you know, the dawn of America, but it just seems like the, the school shootings is a new problem and uh, relatively new problem. It's been going on about 30, 40 years at this point, well, maybe 30 years, but like, but why? Like, what is it like when you say good and evil, are kids or people just more evil now in the more in the last 30 years compared to before you know what i mean like i just that that's that just always has been a little unsettling to me like it'd be different if school shootings has always been happening like in the 80s and my parents would tell me about how their schools got shot up all the time or something like that like ah that's just life that but no like it didn't happen until Late nineties, it seems like, as in on a massive scale that we're, yeah, that we're seeing it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been three hundred seventy-seven yeah. to be exact since Columbine, bro. Yeah, that's insanity. You know what I'm saying? That's like what once a week or something like that. Yeah. So um, it's just like, well, if we're if it's if it's good and evil, what is it that's happened in the last 30, 40 years that's made us more evil? <sighs> I'm a, um. You hit on something a while back in our last season, DC, about this when we talked about the Uvalde incident. Entitlement, bro. There an entitlement and us as parents, and I'm not I'm not calling y'all out because I know how we 
I know how y'all have conversations in your household. I mean, y'all know how we have conversations in our household. But there is yeah. entitlement, and the parents ain't being held accountable, bro. We ain't yeah. helping the teachers, bro. We yeah. as parents are not helping the school systems, bro. We're not. And like you said that a while back, and that's just stuck with me for a while. And now I'll be stepping back. And I see how kids interact outside you or at the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can see it. But it's like, no, nah, we ain't we ain't doing it, bro. We ain't helping these teachers. We ain't helping these superintendents, these principals. None of that. None of that. And and Rod, you, you're closer to it, but now I can consider this person a friend too. But we have friends in, in the school systems. And they say these stories all the time. There's an issue with the child, but the parent like, oh, don't talk to my child like that. My child is yada da 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 da. It's like, come on, just listen to what we're trying to tell you. Yeah, you can have the conversation with your child. Not that ah, oh, don't talk to my child like this. And we're not, we're not helping. We're not helping, bro. We're not holding ourselves accountable as parents, bro. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I actually I forgot about that convo until you brought it up. But uh... it stuck with me, bro. Cause like yeah. now I'm like seeing it, like I saw it, but now I see it. You see what I'm saying? Like I see it, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think you know now that you mentioned that kind of rehash all that. I think I, this can be summed up summed up in one word: individualism. You know, as in mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing what's right for me, regardless of whatever. Regardless of who else it might affect, I don't care about the ripple effect. It's just about me, it's about my happiness, it's about my child's happiness, it's about, you know, maybe my, my spouse's happiness. But, you know, if what we're doing infringes upon our neighbor, so be it, because it's about my, you know, my own well-being. I think, yeah, I think it's just a less sense of community, you know what I mean? And there's yep. less sense of duty to your community because, you know. I imagine it's a lot easier to do something terrible when you don't feel any attachment towards it. You know what I mean? It's like if you walk down the street and you see like a bug, you might squash the bug and think nothing of it. You keep on moving. You know what I'm saying? Because the bug, that roach or whatever, it's not a part of your community. You have no ties to it, you know, but then like, let's say you're walking and you see like a dog laying down like dead in the street you might feel some kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like this in your neighborhood is like, man, like that dog feels more real or if it was your neighbor's dog, you know what I mean? You feel mm-hmm. like you feel basically we're all like interconnected. And I think maybe that's what's missing is like humans or Americans are forgetting how interconnected we really are. And it's just this whole individualism thing, you know, take me as I am. And, um, you know, this is just who I am no matter what and blah, 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 blah without having any concern for the fellow man. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think that is, a, and like, like you said, it starts with the parents and how we teach our kids, you know, because we raise our kids even. Uh, and I say we as a whole, not the, the, the gentleman in this room, but we raise our kids like, hey, you're an individual. You're the superstar. Everything comes second to you, but it should not be that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't actually kids are really supposed to come last if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? When I say last, I don't mean like they sitting at home starving, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, if you married, you put your spouse first, you know what I'm saying? And y'all work on y'all's relationship and then you pour into the children, right. you know what I'm saying? Cause if you're not pouring into yourselves, trust me, your child is going to feel it because your, your home is going to be fractured. You know what I'm saying? Your home is going to be cold. 
you know, because you can't even get along with your partner. But, you know, or 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 wifey is putting the kid the, the kids ahead of the husband or the husband's putting the kids ahead of the wifey, you know, and now y'all sleeping in the same bed or y'all sleeping in the same room, but y'all ain't even touching each other. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got a queen size bed. You know, you know how hard it is to sleep in a queen size bed and not touch the other person because the queen ain't that big. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But there's people like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, or they have the kids in the bed between them. You know what I'm saying? No, man. Let, listen, I'm gonna tell. I'm. Gonna, I know you kind of off on a whole other thing with me. I am. Come on, but get bro, on your soapbox, bro. Come on, bro. Kids do not belong in the parents' bed. Like I understand, like if it's like a rainstorm or something, and like maybe it's thunder, and they had a, you know, got a little scary, had a nightmare. But look. Your kids should not be in your bed on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? That's grown folk time. You know what I'm saying? It can't be around them kids all the time, bro. You know, and that's not selfish. You know, what's best for you is what's best for the kids. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't getting a good night's sleep, what good are you going to be to this little kid in the morning? when he? Because he going to be on 10 or she going to be on 10 mm -hmm. all day long. And you're going to be over here walking around, you know, on your third cup of coffee at two o'clock in the afternoon trying to figure out, you know, how did my life get this way? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shoot. Tell them kids to sit down somewhere. They'd be all right, you know? And and also, it's okay for your kids to be disappointed. It's okay for things not to be fair for your kids. That's, that's what they're supposed to learn. They're supposed to learn that shit at home so that when they deal with unfairness out in the streets, they know how they to cope with appropriately. it. Yeah, they know how to cope. Point. Yeah, they know how to cope. It can't just be like, everything's a win all the time peaks and valleys if, if everything that you have in your life is a peak you won't even know it it's a peak anymore because that's all you know you got to have valleys to recognize a peak when you own it all right i'm nope. done <laughs> no nah, bro i love it bro because you 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 hey it's cool you had to go on a tangent and speak your truth but you circled back bro because that's what i'm saying do a lot of kids don't know because I'm told I'm going to be great, 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 man, and don't listen to nobody else, and yada, yada, yada. And like I said, if I see my parents, if I were to see my parents, because I'm sure well, my parents and God bless them, they didn't play that. The teacher said I was at the W school. I was getting chin checked, bro. I'm talking Shawn Michaels, Sweet Chin music all day. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shawn Michaels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we got whooped, bro. Like, we, right. this is what it was. Then right. it, it don't happen no more like that. And now you got the parents talking about, oh, if that's if my son said he didn't spit in your face, then he didn't spit in your face. If my daughter says she didn't put her hands up on you, it's like, no, your daughter yeah. put her hands on me. And like your son tried to spit in my face or put his hands on me. Like it's go, it's consequences and repercussions of that. And I, I am I'm more, you know, better at, you know, and I'm okay, I'm fine with having cameras all in the school. So I support that. Yeah, because now, because you got parents that be like, man, there's no way my son did that. Now we like, hey, instant replay. Yeah, this is your son. This is your daughter doing these things. I've been trying to tell you. I shot you emails. I've called you, but then you're trying to tell me like my son don't do this, my daughter don't do that, and you got no business, you know, grabbing my son or daughter by the arm and snatching them out the hallway. Yes, you do. I support that as a teacher. Like, like it, like. A lot of kids, like you said, I'm at peaks, and my parents are saying this, this, and this, this is what I get. It's about this. So, but if I come in as a as a as a child now, and I see my mom and dad going crazy on the principal and the teacher, I'm, I'm gonna feel it's okay for me to do the same thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, I'm having a double R moment, bro. So you talking about uh <laughs> come on. <laughs> you talking about, you know, having cameras in the school, man. Like what if like, you know, like what if your what if your 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 son or your daughter comes and says, Oh, the teacher did this, then and third, and you're right, and you go up there and everything's supposed to be on camera, but then the footage is altered with AI. You know what I'm saying? So let's say, <laughs> let's say the teacher up. really did like like shake your kid or something like that, but then like you know, the kid don't, I mean, the school don't want no lawsuit. That's a million dollars or something like that and a bad name or whatever. So, like, you know what? The principal going to take it to the back. He going to get on this chat GPT or something. <laughs> you know, he going to alter that video. I'm like, look, uh, this the video, man. This the video, Mr. Mr. Yelda, Mr. Campbell. You know what I'm saying? Mr. This is the video. So, uh, your, your child is tripping. And now you don't believe your own child because you're watching an altered video that looks real. Then what? I don't know, yeah, bro. bro. I'm, I'm cracking up, though. <laughs> no. I don't know. That's a lot of work, bro. Touche. But bro, what, would you, what would you do to that, avoid though. a million dollar lawsuit? Would you alter a video? I'm pretty sure a school. Well, would. a lot of schools, man. Then time a lawsuit come up, though, a lot of schools will just simply pay out just to keep you going, bro. Like, man, leave, bro. Go in, go to another district, man. Take your bag. I mean, when it when it's that simple, though, to to alter the video, man. I mean. That Dave Chappelle was ahead of his time with that peeing on people, bro. Like that's AI all day. Oh yep. yeah, <laughs> he was like, he was like, you know, I can do like this, and he peed on my man. He's like, what? He was like, see, he's like, see, digital. And then my man was dry. <laughs> hey, I, I was watching a video too. I'm gonna send y'all after this. Uh, there's like a new Disney movie, like a teeny bopper type movie, and. uh <laughs> they pan to the crowd, bro, and they got a couple real people, and then you just see some AI individuals in there just, like, chilling, looking like Sims characters or something, man. But I'm like, look, they about to start taking jobs, bro. It's starting already. So I'm going to have to send that to y'all after this. Uh, so much for um casting folks just to be in the crowd now. <laughs> nah, we don't need that. We don't need them extras. We don't need them extras. We got, we got, we got that. That what's that? That GPT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go ahead and load that up. But nah, that's wild, man. But nah, again, DZ, you made a good point, man. It's a good argument though about it's crazy, bro. That that digital, <laughs> that digital reconfiguring out here, man, and 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 our kids though, man. But um, our parents, man, because we got a lot of people who listen to the show that are parents, man, and, and so I hope they understand too, man. It, it starts with us. It starts with us first, um, because the, these teachers, these principals, these superintendents, bro, they, they like, they, they, they step onto the court to use the basketball term. They step onto the court and they already down by ten. Yep, that's a fact. They down by ten, and we got to help. We got to help catch them up, bro. We got to help put some, you know, we got to help score some points, and it starts with us at, at home, man, because you see a lot of kids. Um, where you say, I would love to have a conversation with the some of these kids that, that survived or that didn't kill themselves after the fact or didn't get killed by the police in the shootout after the fact. And you hear the stories, though. Ah, they didn't talk too much. They didn't do this. They were quiet. They were a loner. They were this. They were that. Like, it's like, bro, they were in the house with you the whole time. You don't, you don't know them? <laughs> you don't know them? Like, you didn't have conversations with them? Like, what was this like? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy for sure, man. But yeah, real dope conversations, man. I think 
these are the things we need to continue to to try to at least put in the forefront, man, and 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 practically live these things and try to figure out ways to you know make mm-hmm. our our youth upcoming a little bit stronger than how it is right now, bro. Because it makes you not want to have kids in this crazy world, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know what's uh, weird, man. So it actually. I understand that. Let me just say that. I, I completely understand that sentiment. Mm-hmm. It also kind of makes me want to have kids because it's like maybe my kids will will be part of the change. Mm. You know? That's a, that's a half full of mentality right there. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. it too because I, I believe that, man. I see like like the potential. But I hope we, you know, like I said, man, we get to know our kids. We hone in that potential, that glass half full. You know? Yeah, the youngest one just told me she wants to be a firefighter and a nurse. I said, "Oh shit!" Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you want to do all of that? That's great. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I want to have like eight jobs. All right. All right. She <laughs> must be part Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to be a nurse and a firefighter? That's like a lot of commitment on both sides. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, she pull, she she pull them out the burning building and then stitch them up, give them CPR, all of that, mm-hmm. all right on site. Well, I'm you know telling you, they check the blood pressure, yeah, all <laughs> that. Like, <laughs> right, that so and so blood pressure dropping though. Get them on yeah. this van, let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smoke inhalation, probably a collapsed lung. <laughs> like like damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's multitasking right there. <laughs> Third degree burns. Like all, all, all above, like all in, ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, but as parents, you're like, all right, go for it. Go oh, for yeah. it. You never once, oh, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. You know, you're an idiot. Do you see it? I mean, because, you know, like I said, you know, movies, TV, art, art depicts life is what you say, DC. You say that line yeah. often, bro. And you see it. Parents are, oh, you're stupid. You ain't going to master nothing. You ain't helping them now because you get to that entitlement and now the teacher's saying, hey, we can't help you or hey, you're not allowed to do this. That's like the way you conduct yourself. I feel some you kind know, of way. I'm emotionally all, disconnected now. Yeah. All this makes me think of something. I think we maybe spoke on it offline. So what do y'all, we talk about parenting and sense of community and, and raising your kids the right way. What's y'all's thoughts on uh, these participation trophies though? <laughs> I hate them, bro. I do. I do. I do, bro. I'm so against those, bro. Because you're in. Yeah, it's it's a fine line, bro. It's a fine line, bro. Because I see like these teenagers, right? Like I said, these teenagers getting participation trophies, bro. Like, what you want, bro? There's gonna be times you ain't gonna get the job, and somebody else do. They ain't finna give you no damn participation trophy, bro. Hey, here's a certificate for uh, interviewing for this job. Shit don't work like that. Yeah. It's a time and a place for everything. That's, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Rod. No, that's just how I feel about it. It's a time and a place for everything. If yeah. there was a cut if there was a cutoff time and place to pick up Rod's saying on that for me, I think after you get like after like the third or between third and fifth grade, that shit should be dead, bro. No, no, not to make it dark and gloomy, but like cut cut that off. I feel like I feel game. like maybe oh, ten years old. Like at like I think. Ain't that like get, fifth grade? Ain't that about fifth grade? Uh yeah yeah that's about fifth grade yeah that's about <laughs> right. I think uh, about ten years old or if you're doing pay to play. So like because you know if you're doing pay to play sports, 
you know, I, I don't really see too big of an issue with participation trophies. And I think at a younger age, like you said, between, you know, 10 and younger, I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? But I do think at some point you got to put your big boy draws on, your big girl draws on and get used to and learn to deal with disappointment. You know, learn to like I think when you get to that point where you, where you have to try out for the team. And I think that usually starts in middle school. We actually have to do tryouts. Yeah. Then, you know, if you got to try out, then you're not getting participation trophies, you know. But if I think if you're playing at the Y and you pay you a little $50 or whatever and you get a little jersey or whatever, you know, if a trophy comes with that, then, you know, so, so be it. But when you really start to compete, like, we got to we gotta stop all that. Like I said, teenagers, definitely. Teenage, I mean, I think 12 is probably too old. But if you're 13 years old expecting a participation trophy, there's a problem. There's a problem that, that and that definitely creates that sense of of entitlement that we were man. talking about. I come out, I come back out of metal. I ain't get mine, man. You know, shut your. That's how I would feel. Like, <laughs> no, we're gonna go back to the lab and go get better. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're about to do. We about to go back to the lab and go get better. Yeah. So if you pissed off that they got that metal, we're gonna steal it next year. Yeah, next or season. even just learn like what what your passions are or what you're good at and what you're not. But maybe basketball is not for you. Maybe soccer is not for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't just try yep. to force it. You know, maybe it is for you. And like you said, T, you retool, you come back, you come back harder. Or you realize maybe you should just take up another sport, you know what I'm saying? Or pick up a music instrument or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everything is for you. You know? So... I don't know. Yeah. You got to take it a little bit personal. That's me. And that's how I was told. Like, yo, take it personal then. And, yeah. and go get it next time, man. I'll never forget, man. Coach Brad Shahan and Coach Linda Shahan. I hope you're listening because we friends on Facebook. <laughs> but <laughs> they pissed me off, bro. Like, going into my senior year. I went to a camp, bro. I went to an Adidas camp in Germany, bro. Uh -huh. And I, I was on. I felt like I was Gary Payton, bro. And I was like, yo, I'm about to get decent player of the year, bro. Because they had trophies for, like, MVP at the camp. They had a three-point competition. They had a slam, bunk, slam dunk competition this whole week. Defensive player throughout the whole week. You know, they had all these different ones. I was like, I'm about to get this defensive player, boy. I, I'm locking. I'm locking. I'm feeling myself. I'm locking inwards down, bro. I'm feeling myself, bro. I'm, like, I'm about to get there. And I ain't get it. Bro, I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. oh, next summer. I was hot, bro. I was hot. And I remember Coach, Coach love Coach Shane. You know what I'm saying? Super cool dude. And he was like, man, you, you, he's like, man, you've been a thorn on my side on defense. And I, and I remember I told him, I was like, yo, you should have gave me that trophy last year. Hmm. I was pissed off, bro. I was pissed off. And I remember my uncle was like, yo, what you going to do about it? And I remember when I came, my uncle was like, I was like, yo, I ain't getting it. He was like, so what you going to do about it? Yeah. That was the motivation I needed. Like, what you going to do about it? You just going to say, cry? You got all summer. You can go outside, go do something, but you ain't finna be moping around. For sure. What you gonna do about it? So I, I took that to heart, bro. I took that shit to heart. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of parents and kids are like, all right, what are you gonna do about it? Let's go turn up. Let's let's retool, get better, and go, go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Wholeheartedly. So, it's motivation. Yeah, you know, yep. be, like, be like Jordan. Take that personally. Yeah, he got cut. Yeah, way way back when, but he did, bro. That's what it is, man. Yeah, but I think tenth grade. DC. Yep. But DC, you 
in in the midst of all that, man, you left a great tip. Bulls, bro. Oh, I'm still doing tips. <laughs> I know you left a great tip for us, though. I'm man. left a tip it's about holding, I'm being accountable, man, and doing what we need to do, bro, and 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 learning things, man. And I love it, man. So yes, sir. I'm with it, man. So definitely, like to Rod point, man, this is a great conversation. I love it, man. Yeah. Whew. Got some music out, and we hopefully we'll see what the summer brings and spring brings, and you know, continue. We ain't never ducking, ducking what's happening around our communities. You know, we're gonna have those conversations as well, and so. I love it, man. So, you know, Rob, man, I know you got some good choice words to make us feel better. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, shout out to my guy, the style bender, for going ahead and, and, and showing <laughs> some resolve and oh, yeah, getting some redemption, man. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what's up, that man. To sleep, yeah, he did. Yeah. I saw that, I saw that, I saw that. Jeez, Andy hit him with a couple bow arrows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you gotta love it, man, because almost like that whole participation thing. Like, dude has has been battling this guy for seven years. This the fourth fight. Each fight, he honestly should have won, but you know, last minute knockouts, he didn't win. Right? Yeah, he dominated mm-hmm. every fight in kickboxing and in MMA. And uh, still found a way to loss or to lose. Sorry. Um, so to to see that that overcoming of just that monkey off your back that's a that's a dope experience. So I know everybody's not into MMA, but I I think that's a that's a you coming around, bro. No, nah, I'm still not into it. I'll just no. watch a couple. No, nah, <laughs> I'm you not. Watch, you watch the top <clears throat> dogs. Yeah, I just watch a couple. You know, <laughs> but it, it's cool for. The ones that I I know, like I know the individuals I need to watch, and that's yeah, all I, I watch. I, hey, bro, I told you though, I just wanted that guy, bro. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching <laughs> him for a while. Yeah, he um, that guy, bro. So but shout out more in the boxing. Yeah, I'm more in the boxing. Yeah, yeah but, I mean boxing is, is like a I think I'm starting to lean. I've boxing. been leaning more towards MMA for a while. Like boxing has been kind of losing ground to MMA, but you know, Tank. Uh, I think that fight got called off, didn't it? Or no, I missed that. No, it's on the. It's on the tank. Is on the twenty second. Twenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I am watching that one. I am watching yeah. that one. That yeah. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I missed some good fights last night too from boxing. Like I. I just. I love the sport, so I was into it. Um. But for for a little bit of motivation, finding balance in your life is building high grounds for hard times, and probably gonna lose a couple people on this one but he died so you can live mm. that's right he died Ooh. so you can live bars bars resurrection sunday yeah you know what i'm saying as we put it out man so man appreciate everybody who always tuning in checking us out man love the love man um and the support man and you know we got a few more episodes before the season end, and we're going to have some more people pull up on us. We got some more people who want to pull up on us, man, and, you know, talk that talk and even educate us. You know what I'm saying? So we got some people on the way, man. But until then, kill the music. <laughs>